Hi, my name is Emily. I have a new life in Christ, and I am recovering from people-pleasing, anxiety, and self-protection. Hey, guys. From the outside looking in, my life growing up seemed picture-perfect. I'm from a small town in Louisiana, and as most small towns are, people knew everything about you. I was constantly making sure that what people thought of me was seen in a positive light for myself and my family. I became a Christian in middle school and understood that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, but my walk with Jesus was performance-based, not out of a heart that truly knew him. I had a very happy childhood with two parents and a younger brother who loved me unconditionally. We went to church every Sunday and I was a good kid. I was an FCA leader in middle school and high school, was valedictorian in my high school class, and was one of the best basketball players in the state. Life was good and I truly thought I had it all. Everything was perfect, at least according to the world's standards. High school came and went, and I moved to Texas after I was offered a basketball scholarship to play at TCU. When I arrived in Fort Worth, I found every excuse not to find a church home. My first year of college was marked by sheer rebellion. I started going to parties and drinking alcohol heavily for the first time in my life. Those parties led to some bad decisions my freshman year, including being sexually impure for the first time. I felt so much guilt and shame and was angry at the decisions I was making, but I continued to rebel. In college, my life consisted of being extremely disciplined during basketball season, but then binge eating, partying, and drinking excessively in the off season. I would wake up some mornings and not remember how I got home. I would stumble in the kitchen and just hope that my car was in one piece and that I made it home with all my belongings. I was desperately grasping for comfort anywhere I could find it other than the Lord. My main means of comfort for the last three years of college came through a girl on my team who I found myself in a relationship with. This was a relationship that was emotionally, verbally, and at times physically abusive. It caused me to be angry, bitter, shameful, and extremely secretive. I was hiding this relationship from everyone other than my teammates, which caused me to live a life full of fear and anxiety. I did not want to be exposed because I feared my picture-perfect image would be tarnished. So I did my best to compartmentalize my life, putting on the facade that everything was okay. But ultimately, I was living in a deep, dark depression that I so badly wanted to escape, but at the time felt like I had no way to climb out of. I feared my family finding out about the secret I was living, scared of what they would think of me. I remember going home on the weekends to visit my parents and being so ashamed of my decisions that I would try to numb my pain by stealing pain medication from them. I thought that being high while around them would help remove the shame I felt. I was doing anything and everything to try and cope, but really all I was doing was stuffing the feelings further down without ever dealing with the actual pain itself. After graduation, I had the opportunity to continue playing basketball professionally, but I felt something telling me that was not the path I needed to take. So I ended my career, ended my relationship, graduated, got a job in Dallas, and moved, hoping to leave all of my past behind me in Fort Worth. Once I moved to Dallas, a coworker of mine asked me to go with her to the porch, which is Watermark's Young Adult Ministry. I had never been to a church before where people would talk about their struggles so openly. In the church I grew up in, if you sinned, you swept it under the rug and never talked about it. This was one of the main reasons I didn't trust anyone, because my whole life I was never able to openly confess to anyone my sins without the fear of being judged. 
To hear for the first time that God calls us to confess our sins to one another was comforting, but I was still so fearful. I joined a community group here at Watermark, but hid my past sin from these women for the first two years we met together, terrified of their response when they found out about the decisions I made in college. At the end of 2013, our community group decided to come through Region together. I came to Region with all my walls up and very reluctant to start. I made the decision before I even walked into groundwork that I was going to take these past struggles of mine to the grave. I thought that they were something I could work out with God on my own and that no one needed to know about them. But what I was quickly shown from night one was that I was not alone in my struggle. For years, I was trying to carry the burden of my sin on my own shoulders when it was never mine to carry. Scripture clearly shows us that Jesus carried this burden for us in Romans 5.8 when it says that God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ didn't die for some of my sins. He died for all of them. After having a true understanding of the gospel, I was able to share my inventory with my community group and step five, confess. After years of living in the dark, I shared my whole story with them and was met with loving grace, understanding, and kindness. It was in this moment that the love of Christ clicked for me, not only in my head, but in my heart. For years, I felt like I had to perform to earn God's love and that he was always pointing his finger at me when I messed up, but I had it all backwards. The truth was, even in my rebellion, even in my darkest moments, God was always running after me and always pursuing me. 2 Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. The Lord did a mighty work in my life through the 12 steps. So what's life like after Regen? Let me say this, it's not perfect, but it's refining. I've had the honor of leading four groups through since I commenced from, from Regen, and I've learned more about myself each time I've walked through the steps. Region is a tool that I will use forever as the Lord continues to refine me this side of eternity. I've had to wrestle through a lot since commencing from region, like why I turn to food for comfort and why I'm void of emotions in many areas of my life. I've had to process the abuse that happened to me, take a deep dive and look at the ways I'm codependent with people, seek amends with my parents, and I could go on and on. But the beauty is that God continues to use Regen as a tool to help me see these patterns in light of his love for me so that he can bring healing to each and every piece of my heart. 2021 was a challenging year for me with a lot of uncertainty around my own health and a lot of change in my personal life. One of my source idols has always been comfort, and one of the ways this past year I realized I was seeking comfort and security was in my job. I was in a very successful role in corporate America, and about a year ago felt like the Lord was asking me to consider leaving, and that thought terrified me, because for eight years I had been comfortable. But about five months ago, through a lot of prayer and trust, I found myself on staff here at Watermark and on the Regen team, working for the ministry that the Lord used to change my life about eight years ago. If you would have told me walking through those doors back in 2013 that I would be working on this team one day, I would have laughed and told you that you were crazy. But now that I have walked the 12 steps, I know that life change and transformation can happen in this place through the power of the Spirit if you lean in and trust what the Lord has for you. So if this is your first time here, 
let me say welcome. I can promise that nervous feeling you have right now, I experienced as well. I didn't know at the time what God was trying to do with my life, but I surrendered all of those worries to him and continued to come. Regen, don't let your past or what you're currently walking through define your worth. If you are hiding something tonight or need to confess something to someone, do it. Take it from someone who hid for years. It is not worth it. There is freedom for you on the other side. Jesus paid it all, and we can live freely because of his ultimate sacrifice for us on the cross. All we have to do is call out to him and trust him. My name is Emily. I have a new life in Christ, and I am recovering from people-pleasing, anxiety, and self-protection. And to God be all the glory.